Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, Clubbers. Before we jump into this week's show, just to let you know that Self Care Club have now got merch. We have got gorgeous sweatshirts in pink and in navy, and we've also got a water bottle. It's all very exciting and stocks are limited, so get your orders in soon. You can place your orders over Instagram at selfcareclubpod, just chuck us a DM, or you can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk and we will get your products to you before Christmas time. UK delivery only. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Happy New Year, Nicole! (laughs) Happy New Year, Lauren! Happy New Year, Clubbers. Happy New Year, everybody. And have we got a show to bring in 2022? New year, new you, new goals, all that jazz. All that conversation. It's actually really annoying at the beginning of January. It's fucking annoying. (laughs) 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 But how can you step into any of that if you do not stop and ask yourself, what is it that I want? And that is what we are kicking off season three with today. How to ask for what you want. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishcon, and this is 2022, and this is Self Care Club. What do you want? A question that can be filled with such fear. And it's probably the most important thing that we can ask ourselves. And why? Because if you don't know what you want, if you don't allow space to understand what it is that you want, if you don't give yourself permission, to have what you want, or even go after what you want, or even admit what you want, you will never, ever have it. Which in turn could lead us to living a life by everyone else's needs and expectations. Women are so bad at stepping into what they want for themselves. This label that it's selfish or self-indulgent pops up again and again and again. And we have been led to believe that as women, we have to live for everybody else, doing what's expected and playing the role of the selfless, polite, good girl. This is not new, is it, Laura? No. This is so old. It's horribly familiar. Yeah, and so entrenched. So we feel guilty and undeserving for wanting, and we make excuses for not going after our desires. So much so that we sometimes struggle to even admit our truest desires to our nearest and dearest, and most of all, 
to ourselves. It is no secret that even now men and women are still treated unequally in the workplace. Women continue to earn less on average for the same performance. Ugh. Women are less likely to negotiate for a higher pay rise than their male co-workers. Ugh. And one study found that starting salaries of male MBAs who had recently graduated from Carnegie Mellon were 7.6% or almost $4,000 higher on average than those of female MBAs from the same program. That is outrageous. And that's because most of the women had simply accepted the employer's initial salary offer. In fact, only 7% had attempted to negotiate, but 57% of their male counterparts, or eight times as many men as women, had asked for more. Oh my Is God. that one of the reasons why the gender pay gap still exists. What do you think it is? Yes. You think we just don't ask for it. So and we I don't, don't get actually it. want to make that out like I'm blaming women for this, but I think the problem is bigger oh, in it's, that it's, men are told we'll just ask. Yeah. And go for, no, men are encouraged go to go for what they want. They're encouraged to step forward, to move forward in life, to always push themselves. They're they're told it's assertive, it's strong, it's masculine. Women are told it's aggressive, it's wrong, <laughs> yeah. you know. Don't be pushy. It's selfish. Don't be, yeah. don't be pushy. Yeah. Just be polite. Just be the good girl. Just just stay quiet. Just don't do anything. You know, don't don't cause trouble. Yeah. And that's why, that's why the, the gender pay gap still exists because of all of that conditioning that happens beforehand. It's, I mean, it's such a massive subject and you could probably do eight podcasts just on the gender pay gap, to be honest, right? <laughs> there probably is a whole podcast. There probably is. <laughs> yeah. Another study tested this gender difference in the lab. Subjects were told that they would be observed playing a word game and they would be paid between $3 and $10 for playing. After each subject completed the task, an experimenter thanked the participant and said, thanks, here's $3. Is $3 okay? For the men, it was not okay, and they said so. Their requests for more money exceeded the women's by nine to one. Oh my God. Okay, now, seriously, if this was you... Yeah, I would say yes. What would you say? I would probably say yes. I would totally say yes. Because they'd said to me, oh, it'd be three and ten, so I'd probably expect five. yeah. And if they said three, I'd just think, oh, sorry. I'd just go, whatever, fine. Yeah. yeah, me too. That's how, but my husband, not in a million years oh, would no, he accept mine that. Mine neither. He'd be like, you said between three and ten, it's taken an hour of my time. Thank you, I'll take the ten. Yeah. And he wouldn't feel bad and he wouldn't think anything of saying that. Uh, Adam would feel totally entitled to get the ten dollars. Totally entitled. And he'd be right. Yeah, he would be right. Yeah. So why are women not negotiating the same as men? Well, women are less likely than men to negotiate for themselves for actually quite a few reasons. Yeah. First, they are often, as we discussed before, socialised from an early age not to promote their own interests and to focus instead on the needs of others. The messages that girls receive from parents, teachers, other children, the media and society in general can be so powerful that when they grow up, they may not realise that they've internalised this behaviour or they may realise it but not understand how it affects their willingness to negotiate. Women tend to assume that they will be recognised and rewarded for working hard and doing a good job. Unlike men, they haven't been taught that they can actually ask for more. Mm. Also, let's not overlook, there's one thing here that I want to talk about. Many companies, yeah. cultures, yeah. actually penalise women when they do ask. It's not what? All, Well, it's not always encouraged everywhere, is it? No. Which would naturally discourage women from doing so. <sighs> feeling quite cross already. I know, I know. 
Women who assertively pursue their own ambitions and promote their own interests may be labeled as bitchy or pushy or aggressive. They frequently see their work devalued and find themselves ostracized or excluded from access to important information. These responses from women's colleagues and supervisors may not be conscious or even part of any concerted effort to hold women back. But more typically, they're a product of society's ingrained expectations about how women should act. So... In summary of this huge and horrendous subject, (laughs) women often don't get what they want and they deserve because society has made it very difficult for us to simply ask for it. And breathe. This weighs very heavy on my heart. Yeah. It weighs very heavy on my heart. And by the way, this comes up in all of my coaching. Does it? In every single woman I have coached, Every woman that comes through my doors starts with, I don't know what I want. Every single woman. Honestly, that is a very, very strong belief of hers. Wow. Usually takes about 20 minutes to get to the bottom of what they actually want. Yeah. I'm always so blown away by just that level of wisdom that really lives so deep within each woman. But drawing that out of her Mm. takes some time. Why? I think it just takes a bit of trust. And knowing that it's a safe space for her to really freely admit what she wants for herself. Okay. I've never met anyone that doesn't know what they want. I've met people who think they don't know or that they're really afraid to admit it. Why are they afraid? I think it's embarrassing. I think people... It's embarrassing for women. I think women. women are... They're embarrassed to admit what they want. We kind of put our dreams and wants aside because we worry about how it might seem to others. And I don't think men struggle with that same because belief. It's too amb- because it looks like too ambitious? Yeah, it's or like too, they're, it's they too want, much. They want things above their station? It's too much. We've been right. told to be less. Right. Do less. Right. Be small. Yeah. Shut up. You know, play nice. That's what we've been taught. Yeah. It's too expecting, too grandiose, too much. We want for too much. And if we want for too much, then my God, what would that say about us? But now... Okay, so we've started to uncover why asking for what we want yeah. is so difficult. Yes. We, we need to talk about how we can ask for what we want because that's what we're doing this week. Okay. So, Ayana Van Zandt, who is a life coach and the host of podcast and a book called Fix My Life, and she's also a firm friend of she's Oprah. She's fabulous with a capital F, this woman. She says, ask with commitment. <sighs> so, the first ask is for yourself. Question, whether this is really what you want. Only when you're certain of your true desires will you have the courage to pursue them. Mm, It's very hard to admit what you want. Sometimes it's hard to pinpoint it. Yeah, because I think you've got to get, you've got to cut through all that bullshit first of am I allowed this? Am Mm. I giving myself Mm. permission to Mm. think this? Am I good enough to have this? Am I good enough to have this? Am I good enough to even want this? Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? Ask with awareness. Every request comes with a price. There is no free lunch. For example, asking for a raise may mean a tense conversation with your boss. And if you're successful nine times out of 10, the raise will come with additional responsibilities. That's the cost. So you have to be willing to do what's required. We can't enjoy the benefit if we can't accept the price. Not always though. It doesn't always have to come with Sort it of doesn't, but it might be, okay, I'm giving you this raise, but that half day on a Thursday, that now has to be a full day. You know, it, it doesn't always have to go that way. Not always, but some often. I think that's counterproductive. Yeah. Because that might also stop you from asking. It's just, just discouraging, isn't mm. it? Again, it is discouraging. Ask without 
fear. Yes. Fear is an obstacle that blocks your capacity to receive. Not just talking about the fear of making your voice heard. It's also about the fear of getting what you want. I know why you're laughing. And realising it's not all you'd hoped it would be. Mm. The fear of the responsibility that will come with it. The fear of losing it. The fear of what will happen if you don't get it. These are all so common and they can get in the way of going after the things you yearn for the most. Amazing. Why am I laughing? Because you always say, I'm scared of not succeeding and I'm scared of succeeding yeah. in the same capacity. Yeah, I have the double-edged sword yeah. of fear in both capacities. Yeah. really quite constipating. Yeah. The word I use. <laughs> it's a brilliant word. It's a brilliant word. Oh. Well, I mean, it's, it's visual. <laughs> it's visual. It's visual. Ask with trust. When you don't believe you deserve what you're asking for, if you don't believe you're worthy, then you're not open to receiving it. And more often than not, you're not going to get it. That's how the universe works. If you don't put your trust in, it's not going to deliver. Yeah, I mean, that's a mammoth one. We've done a week of manifesting and that's how it begins, right? And if you can't see it, if you don't believe it, if it's not true to you, really true to you, it's not going to happen, is it? Also, you know, there's the, if you don't ask, you don't get Oh, yeah. I mean, that is just... We learned that lesson last year, didn't we? That was a big thing for us last year. We were kind of like, we got told, ask. Ask for what you want. Yeah. Ask without expectations. (gasps) Yeah. When you want something, you might be required to ask more than once. And you can't get too attached. We have to work through this more than once. That's not fair. And you cannot get too attached to the manner through which you receive it. Oh, that's amazing. If you want... Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. You cannot get too attached to the manner through which you receive Yes. If you want love, ask for it. Yeah. It might take a while. It might not come from the partner that you expect. Oh. If you want a fulfilling career, understand that you might get it. But it might not be in the same position that you're in now or in the time frame that you anticipate. Asking for and receiving what you want means keeping the faith that you will get it, even if the outcome doesn't look the way you thought it would. That's amazing. That's also hard, that one, right? Yeah, you have to let go of the outcome. Mm. Don't get attached to the outcome. I often use that in my coaching. Mm. Don't get attached to the outcome because then you won't step into it first. There's a lot of faith required in that. Well, there's a lot of being present and in the moment of, this is what I'm doing right here, right now. Let's not think four steps ahead of how they're going to respond or if they respond or if they don't respond. It's just, I'm going to show up as me. I'm going to do me. I'm going to ask for it. That's it. Finished. End of conversation. You know, because all the other stuff is what ifs, which Mm -hmm. don't exist. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. just noise and you can't control it. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we have any control over is us and how we show up, right? Mm -hmm. I've got a few more here that can help because this is such an icky, muddy, oily subject, isn't it? My hands are like quite clammy as well. Know your position. The most important step in setting boundaries is to know your position, what you want and to stick with it. That way, when someone comes back to you trying to change your mind, you can simply go back to your position. Well, you stay in your position, right? You're just still in it. It's so not if you been say, moved if by you, someone else. If you say, right, I'm not going to do any more overtime this week. Yeah. That's it. That's your position. Yes. I can't do any more overtime this week. And they were like, well, I just need you to do two more weeks. And they were like, no, I cannot do any more over. There's no negotiation. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Don't forget what you want or need. It's easier not to be bullied or walked over when you are confident in your position. I'm thinking about Nancy Levin saying, nobody can cross your boundaries except you. So if that is your boundary, no, I don't, not doing overtime this week, then that's it. Yeah. No one can cross it because that's your boundary to keep. Right. And that's your fault. 
Yes. If you choose not to keep it. Yes. How empowering. Let's see that as an empowering move because it is. Because it is. you're in total charge of it. Yeah. Communicate your position. That's another one. Communicating your position properly is just as important. When you ask someone to honor your wishes or approve of your position, you're asking them to make you happy. But when you tell them what you want or need, like just what Lauren said, you're making yourself happy. I cannot do overtime this week. End of sentence. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's not, do you mind if I don't do any overtime this Mm -hmm. week? I hope you don't think badly of me. I've just got this, that, and that. Mm -hmm. Don't explain it. Just know your position and just communicate it. Yeah. Number three, stop asking if you deserve what you want. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, this is the most important. Do not question whether or not you deserve things in life. Simply know what you want and go for it. Okay. People who don't set boundaries often don't feel they deserve to set boundaries and they feel that way because they're used to always putting other people first. Their low self-esteem has been reinforced by their own inability to state what they want. It's a vicious cycle, Lauren. Yeah. Vicious. We can't always get what we want in life, but we definitely won't get it if we don't ask. So by focusing on what you want or need, rather than questioning whether you're worthy to receive it, you you will help guide your own success and self-confidence. It will all just follow. Mm. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> End of podcast. We'll see you next week. We'll Bye. be back. <laughs> this is hard. Okay. This can, is. Can, can I just ask you something? Is this going to be another one of those weeks where I go, oh my God, I waded through treacle. It's destroyed my life. And you go, well, I'm actually really good at asking for what I want. And that's the podcast. <laughs> Are we going there? No. Okay, good. Thank God. Because I'm like already slightly no, but sweating. I, but, I was, but I was scared, like, put it if I was. Yeah. You know. Well, then I just feel like I'm I, endlessly failing at I life. I know, but you're, first, <laughs> first, you're like the least person who's endlessly failing at life. That's oh, I'm like, I've been, all week I've been like, I can't, secondly, I can't sit there if she's just going to go, no, I always ask for what I want, then I get it because I deserve it. And so it's great. <laughs> I just can't, I can't do it. I promise you it hasn't been that process. Okay, good. Okay. I'm really glad. I've it, really had a bad week. Okay. With, oh, this, well, let's, with this practice. Let's talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's talk about how we are with asking with what we want. Um, I am actually really crap at asking I'm, for what I'm I want. I'm genuinely surprised that you say that because I feel like you are extremely forthright about saying what it is you want and need. I feel that way about you as you. well. Yeah. I'm really not. I think with each other, it's an easier space to say, this is what I need or this is what I want because it's safe. But we're also, I think, I like to think, we're very accommodating with each other. And also there's no like baggage between us. No, no. So that's what I'm saying. So my experience of you and your experience of me is probably us just being forthright and open and straight shooting and saying, this is what I want, this is what I need. Yeah. And there's rarely any very very rarely any conflict or disagreement in anything very really very, and well, if it no. is, it's so mild well we disagree a lot but yeah, there's but never conflict no so that's what i'm saying that's why you and i would be surprised that this is difficult for either one of us because we show up with each other in that way mm. but out in the rest of the world and mm. i'm talking like the big wants i'm not talking can someone please empty the dishwasher that is obviously a want oh mine. listen you can keep asking that in as many ways as you want you ain't going to get it done so forget I it i do actually oh you do i do okay i've nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged, <laughs> and nagged. i've just literally broken them nagging all down nagging submission is not quite the we same should have thing. put that in the list of things just <laughs> nag and nag until everyone is run ragged of your nagging and then you'll get what you want so in the general 
looking at it this week, asking for what I want. It's not even just asking for what I want. It's sitting down and acknowledging what it is I want. Mm. That I find very difficult. I feel like you are also a person who knows what they want. Well, you certainly communicate that with me very, very clearly. (laughs) You do. Good. You will literally say, I want X, Y, Z to happen and we are going to do X, Y, Z to make that happen. You're very, very clear about it. Yes, but you are a very safe space to do that with. Mm. You don't shame me. You don't make me feel embarrassed. You don't make me feel like I'm not worthy. You don't make me feel like what I'm asking for is too much. And also the things that I discuss with you that I want, let's say, you know, it's podcast and business related, it involves you too. So I know that me going big and bold, let's say I want our podcast to go to number one. I know that that's something that you want too because it reflects back to you as well. So if this is about us, us internally, then you shouldn't have your position, your wants, your desires, your asks moved because you're worried about how the rest of the world might perceive you asking, you shouldn't. right? Of course you shouldn't. If you can do it with me, you Be- should be able to do it with anyone. Well, I mean, that's, that's the ideal, yeah. isn't it? But me turning around and saying, right, I want a number one podcast. I want Apple to pick it up. I want this, that, A, B, C, D. I want an enormous audience. I want all of these things. Mm. You know, a lot of people are not going to understand that. They're going to think, well, who the fuck is she to want all this? Like, well, what's she going on about? You get it because you're in business with me. We work on this stuff together. It's safe. Me asking, telling you what I want doesn't feel brave. It feels okay. safe. And now all back to you. How okay. are you asking for what you want? Really, really, really bad. <laughs> Say more. <laughs> Say more. I don't like to often. Because... I don't like to ask. I think it's an extension of asking for help. Mm, God. Yeah. Okay. Here we are again. Here we are again, back in the same nasty little pot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Of like... If you ask for what you want, what do you think? I won't... Okay, it's the same thing. So I'll ask for what I want, but I won't get it. And so therefore the letdown, the rejection the not getting it, but having been vulnerable enough to ask is too much of a price to pay. Okay. So I'd rather not ask. Okay. How's that for some rotten apples? <sighs> it's heavy. It's, it's, like, it's heavy. <laughs> and what about like how you think people will see you by asking for what you want? I find it very hard to perceive how other people see me because you often say, you don't come across like that. I don't feel like you're like I that. I mean, you are the most direct, forthright person I've ever met. I'm really not, though. I, I, I know, because you keep telling me. Yeah. But with me, you are forthright and direct and straight. You are so straight down the line. I, I like to feel I just generally am like that with everybody, but maybe I'm not. Well, I don't know. Well, you are with me. Do you feel you can ask me, you can say to me, ask for the things that you want? Yeah. Okay, great. I certainly don't feel like I would be judged. And actually, I feel with you in particular, because it is your like specialist subject, <laughs> the more that I would show up for myself, the happier you would be. Yeah, absolutely. Like I told you a good example this week of how I asked for help, right, with my husband's birthday, with the food and everything else. And I knew that you'd be like, yes, I'm really proud of you for doing that. Yeah. And not making yourself stressed and doing that, which is exactly what you said. Because that's how you kind of are. Yeah. So encouraging of women to put their best self forward and look after themselves. And that's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do, to inspire and encourage all women, all people. But in the same way that if you said to me, I'm having another baby and I'm having it at home and everyone thinks I'm crazy and do you think I'm mad? I would be like, no, what a wonderful choice for you. And let's set you up so that you have a fantastic home birth. 
Yes, that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I know you're not doing that. That is not what I want. But I'm just saying, (laughs) should you give birth in your living room? I'm happy to help you with that. I don't want that. Okay, that's fine. So who's going to start this week? Oh, you start so I can delay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I have no voice notes. Okay. So we started talking about this show weeks ago. Yeah. So it's been kind of on the back of my mind for about three weeks. Yeah. Okay. And it's been hideous having to sit down and think, right, what is it I want Mm -hmm. and how am I going to ask for it? Mm -hmm. And the things that I want feel Mm -hmm. big. Mm -hmm. They feel a bit vulgar for wanting. They feel unreachable. And who am I to want for these things? So, So there's a lot of that gremlin hanging around me. Yeah. Yeah. And the things that I want are just in terms of you know, our work-life success mm-hmm. and what I want for us as a podcast mm-hmm. and as our audience and all of that. I just mm-hmm. want all of that to grow as much as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. Do you think genuinely there is anyone out there who would go, who the fuck are you to yeah. want that? Really? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I do. Even I don't think that. Oh, I do. Okay. I reckon I've got quite a few haters around. Do you? Yeah, I do. Actually, oh, that was something the psychic... That's horrible. That was something the psychic told me. They're not in my everyday life, by the way. Not like my close friends or any members of my family. Yeah. But I think because the things... What did the psychic say to you? She said that you've got haters around you. You need an even eye, an evil eye. You need to be wearing one like now. I've got the psychic vampire spray, haven't I? No, you need to be wearing one. I said, I don't think I have. She said, no, you have. And they they are positioning themselves as your friends and just watch out. They're very jealous. You need an evil eye necklace now. Anyway, this is not about... (laughs) We're getting off topic. Right. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, We had an interview with, we have got a show coming out. It's an exercise mirror. Yeah. An at-home exercise mirror. It is worth £2,000. You've probably heard us discussing it over the last few shows because we've brought it up sporadically. Mm -hmm. We were interviewing the founder. Mm -hmm. Now, these mirrors, we've both been gifted one. They are absolutely epic. It's like someone gifting you a Peloton. Yeah, it's the mirror equivalent of Of Peloton Peloton and you don't have a heart attack. (laughs) and Mr Big is not riding on it sadly Mr Big is not in the mirror I wish he was (laughs) no but you've got Ben and you've got Liam you've got lots of trainers I I only have the ladies do you? I won't train with the men I won't have them in my bedroom (laughs) what do you think they're going to do? I just won't have them in my bedroom it's not appropriate I like my own trainers and they're ladies you know they can't see you they can if you do the live classes they can't actually see you they totally can they can't they can because I was doing yoga with my dog and she totally saw and she smiled and she went, good job, Lauren. And I could totally tell she was laughing because she could see the dog. This is for the Vaha Mirror okay. Week. Anyway, we're really getting off topic here. Yeah, I can know. We just, this Sorry. is our first yeah. show back. We're Go very on. excited. We've been away for a whole we week. We have. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. 
We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Right. What was I saying? <laughs> About the, the, the bar mirror. The mirror. So yeah. we interviewed her. Yeah. Right. Now we have a YouTube live coming up in a couple of weeks, 27th of January. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to bag an absolutely fantastic giveaway prize. And at the end, it was on my mind mm. throughout the interview. Mm. And mm. I thought, I really want to ask her. I really want to mm. ask her. Like, mm. I, So here's my want. I wanted to bag a Vaha mirror to give away to our listeners yeah. in our YouTube yeah. live. That was what I wanted. Yeah. Okay. That's a big one. It's a really big one. And also it's like a fucking chutzpah to ask, which is what is was uncomfortable but about is it. Is it though? Chutzpah yeah. means a bit of a cheek. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. If you don't ask, you don't get. I know. Anyway, at the end of the interview, I literally just put on my big girl pants. Yes. I thought, well, we're practicing asking for what you want. Yeah. And I just said to her, how would you feel about gifting us another mirror? I know this is a big ask for our YouTube live and we can give it to one listener and we'll promote it loads for you as much as we can. And she said, yes, that would be great. She didn't even blink. She didn't even blink. She didn't even take half a second to like think it over. She just went, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I thought to myself, (laughs) we both went, oh my God. I thought to myself, now if I hadn't have asked, I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got. Of course not. Now I'm not even doing that for me. So maybe it was easier for me to show up because I was doing it for our business and for our listeners. Yeah. James is having such a good nod in there. He's he really is. like, his, he's really, pr- I think he's feeling proud of you, Nicole. I think his head's yeah. going to fall off. He's like, he's like a, a nodding, nodding dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first thing. Yeah. And the other so thing. So hang on. Well done. Thank you. Would you have asked her? Because we had. No way. Right. So here's the interesting thing because we had discussed it beforehand. Yeah. And actually, James said, I'll ask her. Yeah, he did. He and- said he'd put on his big boy pants. Actually, he doesn't even need to. He's wearing them, his big boy pants every day. No, but he wasn't speaking up on the, at the end of the call. And no. it, was, it was wrapping up. Yeah. And yeah. I was losing time. And yeah. I thought, okay, well, he's just pushing me into this now. So yeah. here I go. And I did it. And you know what? I didn't die. No. And everyone's still healthy. Yeah. And, every, and the world yeah. is still turning. Yeah, and is. guess what? We've got the mirror. Yeah. And you know what? The worst that could have happened was she would be like, no, I'm really sorry, I can't. The worst that, that could have That would have been the worst thing that... Well, like, or she would have thought terrible of me and God, I'd been aggressive. Would and she? I'm, of course she not. She just would have said, I'm really sorry, not. I can't do that for but you. But that's what goes through your yeah. head. Oh, yeah. as you said, it's a bit of a chutzpah. It's a bit of an ask. Who am I to be asking for this? How dare I even contemplate wanting for something yeah. so much? Yeah. It's all that shit. Did you feel good afterwards that you had asked and James hadn't? As in, you did it yourself and she said yes. I felt absolutely gleeful yeah delighted yeah. and I'm delighted that we've got this to give away yeah because so it's well done for that absolutely it's a corking amazing. prize it's a corking prize so I'm delighted yeah. for one lucky very yeah. lucky listener so that was the first thing yeah then I'm going back a few weeks again now mm. we went to the balance festival yep. which we've discussed on the show and we bumped into Adrian Herbert who's yes. coming on our show yes she is but why is she coming on our show <laughs> because I follow her fanatically on yep. Instagram I'm a I have a Total girl crush on her. How can you not? She's huge in the wellness world, if you don't know her. She's gorgeous. 
Anyway, just literally went up to her. Adrian, how are you? Like, I've always known her. We would love to get you on our show. We were wearing our hoodies so she yeah. could see that we were from the Self Care Club podcast. And she was like, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. I'll be, in, I'll be in touch. And you know what? She was. She was. We've recorded the interview. Yep. We would never have got her on the show had I not have asked. Correct. Two beautiful examples of asking for what you want. Stunning success, Nicole. So. A plus. Thank you. So that was the first couple of weeks. I get, I told you it's been stewing. Now, I haven't done anything for a couple of weeks. It's just been on my mind. Okay. I used to be in, um, all mine's work related, by by the way, with the things that I want. I used to be, I've talked about it, I used to be in TV Mm -hmm. for many, many years in the hair and makeup world. Yeah. So I have a lot of contacts in TV. Yeah. And I, people keep saying to me, you should email X, Y, and Z, and you should tell them about your show, and you should see, you know, if they can help you or they can introduce you to someone. And I have really, really resisted Mm. because it felt all of that awkward noise of I shouldn't ask, or this is an inappropriate channel, or this is Mm. just not the way things are done, or just icky. Any excuse, Mm. basically, because it's too much Mm. to ask. So I haven't, and I've Mm. sat with it, and it's made me really uncomfortable. And the fact that I wanted to come to the show with something and I thought, my God, I'm coming with nothing. It's funny because we had a whole conversation one morning about it. We did. For like half an hour. And we really G'd each other up. And then at the end of the conversation, we were like, okay, you do that today and I'll do this today. And then it was like, well, we both have to because we've both like G'd each other to the point where we have to. Yeah. Then you didn't. No, I did. You did. I did it yesterday. (gasps) Good for you. It took me weeks. Yeah. I'm not ne- mentioning any names. Okay, don't it's someone who's very much in the public yeah. eye. Most mm-hmm. people would know who they were. Yeah. They have a prime time slot. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say on what platform, yeah. but it would be huge. And yeah. if we could get sort of promo on there, mm-hmm. it would be huge for us. Yeah. And I know this person really well. Mm-hmm. I worked with them for years. Mm-hmm. We're in touch occasionally. Yeah. And I just literally sent them a text message yesterday. I just did it. And I was like, I even like chucked my phone across the across the room after I did it. Anyway, look, I've had no response. <laughs> it's only been a day. But that's the worst thing that's going to happen. That's the worst. The They're worst not, bit was pressing send, right? The worst bit was writing it out. Yeah. And, you know, and I, it was really polite. And it was really like, look, I'm putting on my, my brave pants here. And mm. I'm just going to ask. I'm mm. just going to come mm. out and ask. Mm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And whether they reply or they don't, it kind of doesn't matter. Because this was about my growth mm. and this is about me stepping into something that I want for myself and yeah. for us. Yeah. And you and I had that very deep conversation about why we're struggling so much to ask for what we want. And I said that it's, we are always focusing on how they are going to view it or yeah. how it's the wrong thing. Yeah. We're focusing on the wrong thing. We need to focus on the possibility and the opportunity which is what I did yesterday. So even if they replied and said, you know what, this is not for me, mm-hmm. that's fine, that's a yeah. no, and I still, the world still turns mm-hmm. and everyone is still okay. Yeah. Even if they ignore me, it doesn't matter. It's out there now. Yeah. It's out there. And if they ever do a segment on self-care, perhaps they'll think of us. I don't know. All I know is that I stepped into something really uncomfortable and I'm still living. I'm still here to tell the tale. <laughs> yes, you are. So I'm no worse off. Okay. So that was kind of my week. Are so- you impressed I did it? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah. I really am. Thanks. I am impressed you did thanks, it. Thanks, you, you're thanks. getting very, very high marks for the first show of the year. <laughs> but I'm like sweating and it was How really... are you? Up. You're still sweating after you've done it. It was... Yes! I can still see it in my WhatsApps. <laughs> it's been red. I can still see it. It's fine. You know. Yeah. It's fine. No, I know it's fine. 
I cannot believe how uncomfortable this week has been. Maybe it's that thing we have to go into of what other people think of you is none of your business, which is one of my favourite sayings. And you really have to think about it a little bit because it is a bit... Right, come on, stop stop procrastinating. Let's just get on with it. Tell me about your week. My week really began because my husband said, oh, would you like a cup of tea? And I thought, well, something's going on here. Either you want sex or you're going to tell me something that I'm not very happy about. Because, you know, he was being really nice, really nice. and <laughs> He was the, setting you up. Yeah. And the reason he was making me a cup of tea and sitting down at the kitchen table was to tell me that he was going away yet again okay. on business for a week. In, in a week where there was, like, quite a lot to be done in the run-up to Christmas. And it wasn't really like an optional trip and it was a work trip. He wasn't going for a jolly. So there wasn't much I could say, but my face sort of said it all. And he said, what? What? And I thought, if I don't say it now, if I don't ask for what it is I want and I need, I'm never going to get it. And I said, I want to wake up in a hotel and have someone make me a cup of coffee. I want a break from being in this house and being in charge of everybody on my own. I want 24 hours away. Nice. From you all. I I need <laughs> I need solitude. Some respite. Yeah. And he just went, Okay, where do you want to go? And I said, I want to go as near to my house as possible so I don't waste a second travelling. And he went, Okay, do you want to go with a friend? And I said, No, you're not really like you're not getting this. I want to be by myself. Like, I don't want to speak to anyone. <laughs> I just want to be alone. And on the spot, he booked me a night. In a hotel, literally there and then. Well done. And then he said to me, well you know you. what? Well done you. You deserve this. And I thought, yeah, I fucking do. Oh, we need a round of applause for that. Yeah. So I'm using that as my number one example of... fabulous, fabulous, fabulous example with a capital F, well done you. Thank you. But it was Ollie, so... Not but. It wasn't... Still asking for okay. what you want. It, I what ha- it is, it's still going through the process of... Deciding what it is that you need and want and then asking for it and then receiving it. And trying to not go in the headspace of, is it selfish? Is it selfish? Is it selfish? Is it selfish? I don't deserve it. Why Uh, why should I have a day off? He's going away for work. I'm not going away to work. I'm going away for a rest. Do I deserve a rest? That, that. I had to quieten that. Anyway, I went. You know I went because we've discussed it on the show before. But while I was away, I practiced the rest of the week. And I have to tell you, I'm sorry to tell you, it wasn't a very happy experience. That's okay. I'm going to play you my voice notes. It sounds so easy asking for what you want. Well, just fucking ask for it. But the more I mull this over, the more I realise how terrible I am at asking for what I want. Um, I'm married to a really alpha male and I think in many situations he just does that and he always asks for what he wants and that is just a muscle he exercises very regularly and he feels extremely comfortable about it and I guess a lot of the time he's doing that for me and I I just don't. I think I'm so used to dealing with the needs and wants and requests of others that a part of me has maybe forgotten how to ask for what I want or maybe... I don't even really know what I want. I don't like saying that because it sounds really pathetic. But that's how I feel. But the thing is, is that you're pointing to something so common 
And I know it mm. feels so difficult for yeah. you. And I'm not, that's not me belittling or being flippant about what it is that you're uncovering here because there are so many women, like I said, that come through my coaching yeah. doors saying, I don't know what I want. And that feels very real and it makes you feel very stuck and very lost. But we are not encouraged or taught how to uncover what our deepest desires are. We're not. Mm. We're told to just worry about everybody else. Mm. So this is recorded while I'm while I'm away. Okay, so I'm back in my room <laughs> thinking about this asking for what you want. It's actually made me a bit upset this evening, a bit disproportionately <laughs> upset. I've realised that Sitting down to a table alone with a menu and not having to consider the needs of anybody else, as in, oh, will someone else want a bite of this? Or, you know, should I share? Or I don't want to get a starter if no one else is. And because <laughs> I'm so used to cooking for everybody, I've kind of forgotten what I want and how to ask for what I want because nothing's really ever about what I want. And it was a bit overwhelming to to have that complete free reign and, yeah, and that freedom. And, yeah, it's, I mean, I feel a bit uncomfortable and embarrassed even saying this, but, you know, I co-host the podcast, so I have to, but it upset me. It's, it's upset me that I I don't really think I ever ask for what I want. That is what I kind of realized when you when I had that space away was I am so indoctrinated into everyone else's needs. wants and needs. And I know that is the most normal and common thing as a mother of three children because they have a lot of things they need. And it is my chosen job to supply that. It hasn't been forced upon me. I chose that role and I performed that role very well. But somewhere, somewhere along the way don't know what happened. If you'd asked me when I was 19, 20, what do you want? I could rattle you off the longest list. And then, you know, you're given this very small amount of time, this complete freedom to sit at a table with a whole menu and go, what do you want? I don't know. I don't know what I want because I'm really only used to worrying about what everyone else wants. That is not a nice feeling. (sighs) But I'm definitely not on my own in that. Oh my God, you're so not. I know I'm not. You're not. But it's not a nice feeling. So that was kind of, that was kind of how it went. Did you manage to uncover what it is you wanted? I don't mean on the menu. I mean, generally. Well, ironically, do you know what? I didn't even manage to uncover what I wanted on the menu because I ordered and it was fucking horrible and I couldn't even be bothered to send it back. No, but uh, taking a bigger picture. No, no, I didn't. I don't think I had enough time. I think I would have needed at least three days because, you know... You only get to the place of like, shit. And now, if you could say one thing... Uh, I, feel, want... I feel worse that I've uncovered this situation of not... of not of, uh, uh, Hello? Where am I? So you, Where am you I? wouldn't be able to tell us now what is one thing that you would want for yourself. One thing. Because I know that it's in there, but is it a case of... With our work, I want the same as you want. So you know that because we talk about it five times a day. Yeah. So that's very that's very clear to me. Well, tell me one thing you want with the work. I want us both to be able to generate enough income from the podcast so that we can do it as our main jobs. Yeah. And that's very clear to me. Yeah. And I don't feel 
in any way uncomfortable about saying that or that I would be judged by others. I don't feel that that bit that you feel. But I was talking more the profile of the podcast. Like I want to be at number one and I want to be, you know, moving with the, with the big boys that, that are always in the top 10 of Apple and I want us to go on tour and I want us to do all these wonderful and I want us to write a book. All of those things, yeah. they're big and they're grand mm. and they're ambitious. Mm. And it's those things that I, outside of you, and I know that I'm obviously saying this to thousands of people now, but... It feels, with certain people, I would feel embarrassed to admit that. And that's on me, that's not on them. Because I should show up however I am Mm. for whatever I want. Mm. And if I had a woman sat in front of me saying the same thing in my coaching, in my coaching practice, Mm. I would absolutely coach her around that to really just show up in all her full glory. Yeah. I think what I would like is to be a bit more like my husband. Okay. Which is what? Which is just, I want this. I will ask for it. I deserve it. There is no feeling of shame, embarrassment. No, no. Adam doesn't either, by the way. It's not like, it's just not a thing. But their messaging and their social conditioning is mm. so different to ours. Mm. So Yes. That's... And it's so obvious. Yeah. And, and I think what I said is true. If we're in a situation together, he takes that. He, he has that role. So I never need to step up. To that role. And actually, I'm very, you know, I'm much happier and much more content and I'm very, very low maintenance. And, you know, I'm pretty like, whatever, I, you know, I'm not a lot of things flap me or bother me or, you know, whatever, I'll just tolerate it. He's not tolerant like no, I No, Adam isn't either. Adam fights for the things that he wants. He really goes after it. And sometimes I find it really bullish. And sometimes there's a, there's a time and a place for it. But he really does get the things that he he wants wants. because he is like a dog with a bone. He doesn't let up. Mm. And I'm just not conditioned that way. Is there a bit of you that's jealous of that? Because I'm a little bit jealous of that. There's parts of me that I just really admire. Yeah. I really admire it. And there's parts of me that thinks, I don't know, I can be bothered. Mm. It depends what it is. Mm. It depends what it is. If we go to a hotel, for example, but puh, when are we doing that? No, I never um, unpack because we always move rooms. He, we, there's, I would say to him, why don't we just tell reception now the, to show the, us the third the other, room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I hear, I hear you on that. He never accepts the first thing. Yeah. He always pushes for more. Why is that? Because he can, because he can, and you know what, he always gets it. But we could too. Or, I know, but but we will be seen differently in society. We oh, will. Fuck that. You know, <laughs> it's really I, not fair. You know, I'm more. I'm the more bolshy one out of the two of us, right? Yeah. And I can be quite people between me and you, or you and Adam. Between me and you, yeah. I'm probably the one that sort of will will speak up a bit more. Yeah. And there were there have been points in our relationship where I've thought, my God. I hope she doesn't think that I'm aggressive or I hope she doesn't think that I am, you know, a loud mouth or that I shoot off or that I'm impulsive. And, you know, I really worried about that at points because we were getting to know each other as well. And again, that's social conditioning. And then there's the other part of me that thinks, no, you you stand up for the things that you that you want in life and you stand up for the things that you deserve. And mm. anything else is just should just be left alone. But sometimes you need to pinpoint the things that you want. You, in order to be able to ask for them, which is kind of huge. What this show was, which is huge, about. Should we summarise? Oh yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like there was a lot of learning. What did you learn? That I need to spend a little more time thinking about what what it is that I want, and a lot of time on. Hey, dude, it's okay to ask for that shit because mm. you know what? If you ask for it. Most of the time, the answer might be yes. Yeah. My learning was 
to focus on the opportunity and possibility mm. rather than the fear. Mm. The fear of what they will think or how it will come across or will I come across aggressive and all that noise and rubbish. Mm. Focus on mm. actually getting the thing that you want mm. could potentially be there. Mm. That was really helpful to me. That's what made me press send yesterday because there was so much possibility in it. Yeah. And and I, I do like the fact for whatever reason, November and sort of the time we were running up to this podcast did seem to be the month where we were told, ladies, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. And we have kind of taken that on board, both of us, you and I, but I'm, maybe I'm not using it to my full potential. Listen, I've got another example. I did it with Spotify. The woman at Spotify, I was driving her mad, yeah. wasn't I? I was emailing and emailing yeah. and emailing and emailing. And I really channeled Adam Mm-hmm. because Adam wouldn't let up. Yeah. And sometimes she wasn't responding and sometimes she was and yeah. sometimes... And I just kept... Every couple of weeks, I would just chuck her another email. I went on for months. Yeah. And then eventually, she wrote back saying, oh, we've put you in one of our top wellness recommended podcasts. Yeah. Now, I would ne- we would never have got that spot had I not have asked. Listen, I would never... she be, wouldn't have known about us. I would never be married unless my husband took that that plan of action. He just went on the mantra, persistence beats resistance. And he just kept going and going and going and going and going until I said yes. So yeah, it, it does work. So I think the takeaway here is if you don't ask, you, you don't, don't get. get. Yeah. Is it coming in the club? It's definitely coming in the club, but I'm not going to pretend to the clubbers that this is some easy week. Well, maybe on arrival, we could ask them, what would you like? Oh, what do you want? What do you want? Not in like, what do you want? And some More might like, just what be, do you want? I just want some space or I want a gin and tonic or, you know, I want a new job or I, I want, want a, a dance. Yeah, or, or I want a baby or, I want you to know. Go, we can't help with that. <laughs> well, we've got a lot in the club, but we don't make babies. No, but we're encouraging people to step into what they want. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that that was a good first show for our 2022 and the first one in series three. We'll be back on Friday for our epilogue make sure you tune in make sure you come over to instagram at self-care club pod come check us out we've got loads of conversation going on there and we'll speak to you friday bye-bye